Welcome back, ColorCast. It's the Swinging Blindly Podcast with me, Blaze Bryant. And on the other side of the line is the man with a plan who roots for a team of a late legend named Stan. And it's never unusual for him to be on deck after I strike out P.J. Geary. <laughs> Oh man, it's uh, it's always it's always good to be talking some ball with, with my good pal Blaze here. Yeah, and as you and as we always say, we're swinging blindly for the fences, and we don't give a crap where it goes, whether we hit it, whether it goes over the wall. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, PJ, I I just got some breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Uh, we we have a guest uh, that'll be joining us uh, very briefly in about uh, five minutes or so. Oh no way! This this guest is a very high profile. Do I know this person? Uh, you do not know them, but you I have heard them. Yes, I've heard uh, them. You have heard them. Heard uh, of them or heard them? N- no, you you have heard them. Oh wow! I have yeah. no idea what's about to happen. Well, I I just. <laughs> You know me, I sometimes like the element of surprise and uh, throwing it into the show here. Uh, Facebook.com slash... <laughs> you rascal. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you rascal. Twitter uh, is at Swinging Blindly. It's just Swinging Blindly. Um, swinging Blindly Pod, sorry. Swinging Blindly Pod. Oh, it's Swinging Blindly Pod. Okay. Do I have that wrong? I'm sorry. I, this... I thought it was just that swinging blindly. Oh, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I forgot, yeah. That we, I forgot that we got that. Yes, so that's that's on me. I'm sorry. Uh, all swinging good. Blindly. Long day. Tragic tragedy day. But now, I mean, now you're throwing this uh, special guest at me. I don't know what to think. Uh, Actually, swinging blindly on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, condolences. We got to give a, sh- uh, you know, condolences to our, our buddy Brett, uh, Yes, and, uh, and Sean, which is more so. So, I just not to we don't have to get too too into it, but just a shout out to our our buddies Brett and Sean who 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 call in uh, fairly regularly and listen at the very least. They uh, lost a cat today, and that's it's it's always uh, no matter how it happens, it's always a tough thing, and uh, we we stand with them and our thoughts. I think I could speak for you. Go out to them and hope, hope, uh, you know, hope, hope the mourning process isn't too long and isn't too too grave. So because, but you know, it this too shall pass. It, yeah, absolutely. Condolences to the uh, to the Monroe family. And if you've ever if you've ever been through losing losing a pet, both of us have, and it's 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 not easy I mean, no. you you just you get so attached to them and they 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 yep. feel like family yep. i mean not feel like family members they are uh family members and uh, you know the the worst flaw you know i know this is a baseball podcast but the the or show the, the 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 worst flaw of these pets like a domesticated cat or or dog or what have you the, their worst flaw is that they don't live long enough and whether it's whether it's by natural means or by, you know, something like this, like, or, you know, by it, it, it no matter what, it, it will always be tough. So it's just a shout out to, to the pets out there. Shout out to, to the Monroe's. And we, we here at Swinging Blindly sure, 
are sure uh, sending our thoughts and out to them for sure. Absolutely. Uh, okay, PJ. I just uh, we we have a guest. Uh, you're you're not going to believe this, my guy. So this is why I didn't really tell you about this because it, well, it just kind of happened. Uh, joining us is a uh, longtime legendary uh, WFAN sports uh, talk show host. Uh, he is part of the Mike and the he was part of the Mike and the Mad Dog show. What? Uh, it's it's not the Mad Dog. We've got uh, Mike. We've got Mike Francesa here, PJ. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I I heard uh, about your podcast, uh, Swinging Blindly, and wait a second. <laughs> I thought it would sound like. I wanted to take a fly on it, uh, since now I have a podcast uh, with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, you can hear it uh, every every Monday at nine a.m. Uh, I don't have an app anymore, so I, I got to figure out. Mons, where do these go? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Clowns, goodbye. Oh, no. See, I was, yeah, he, he cut me off. On my own show, he cut me off. <laughs> oh, of course he did. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> we, oh, wait, we got Mad Dog now? Hello, PJ and Blaze. Yes, I was swinging blindly. Last time I swung blindly was uh, when I was in college. And I was... I was winging for, for I was winging for my uh, for myself and uh, I, I swung blindly. Oh. oh man! Well, I mean, we're just I mean, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. How how can you talk about baseball? You don't know anything about Joe DiMaggio. You never talk about DiMaggio. You never talk about Ted Williams. You never talk about Al Kaline. You never talk about Mickey Williams, Juan Marichal, Warren Spawn. You never talk about any of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never talk Willie McCovey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and, man. And did oh. you know about Willie McCovey when he was six years old? His grandmother called him Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe we we were blessed to have... <laughs> Both Francesca and Mad Dog on the Swing Blindly podcast show. Uh, that's amazing, Blaze. I don't, I, don't, I don't even want to ask how you were able to secure those 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 uh, those quips from from two legends like that. Uh, I'm back. Oh, oh, oh! Francesca's back. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, I heard dog, so hey, I figured I. Yeah, I heard. I just heard dog, so I I uh, came back for a little reunion. Uh, went to Shake Shack with him. You know the burger's good, but it's the bread. <laughs> my my tweet right now. We were talking to Mike and the Mad Dog. I mean, right? I mean, do we still... Wait, wait, wait. Do we still have you, dog? 
King of New York, Mike, do, do we have you guys? Either one of you? Anything else? You want? What do you What do you say about the Yankees, Mike? Uh, well, they're they're doing pretty good. You know, they've gotten a little bit lucky. Uh, what are they now? Uh, 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 twenty two and eight. And Tyone, he did what he usually does. You know, five innings. You can't expect very much from him. But Mike, that's uh, that's what he has done for his career. Did you know that his longest start was when he was in Little League? He won seven innings. <laughs> oh man! Wait, wait! Can can both? Can I don't? I didn't even know we could have two two guests at the same time here. Uh, can both of you just not you know relax for a second? Uh, Mad Dog, what are you, thoughts on? Thoughts on on the Yankees. Thoughts on the Giants. Thoughts on uh, just thoughts on baseball in general. Uh, I, I wish the Yankees were playing this well. I mean, it, it does help. It does help New York that you know the the Yankees are playing well and the Mets they're relevant. And my San Francisco Giants, I gotta get it in gear. They're third in the National League West. Uh. Uh, dog, dog. Uh, let these clowns let these clowns do their thing. Uh, they remind me of callers from the fan. That's why I never gave out the phone number. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Oh my goodness gracious, my friend! I will keep on second, boys. Goodbye. <laughs> that was. I mean. Do you, do you have the capability to throw some... Oh, no, you don't have your board with you, right? Uh, well, it's, no. it's, pack, it's packed away. I've got to... Because i got to... to throw a round of applause on that. That was incredible. That was incredible. Thanks, man. Did, Appreciate did, it. Did, did you have that plan? <laughs> like, that was your plan for today? For the, uh, the Open? Not really. It just it just sort of came to me. You know, by, by the way, that was indeed Mike and the Mad Dog. So you should totally... Check out Swing and Bondly podcast with PJ and Blaze because you get guests like that uh, very not too regularly, but every now and then they'll just drop in. So uh, that's that's the beauty of the show. I mean, it was that was great to get their takes, but I mean, their, their takes aside, Blaze, what? Let's just right off the bat, your Yankees. Your Yankees hey. are doing very well. I mean, as as we sit today, as I look on this website that is Google, it is the Yankees are twenty two and eight, as you said, or sorry, as uh, Mike said, with the most wins. Is that the no? Yeah, so they haven't played the same amount of games as the aforementioned Metropolitans, but the New York teams reign supreme. Supreme as we are talking right now, and uh, what are your thoughts on just your 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 hometown Yankees? I mean, clearly mm-hmm. the the early season concerns have have turned into uh, a seven three three winning percentage with with uh, thirty games played. So, what what are your what are your thoughts? Yeah, seventy three win percentage is just it's ridiculous, and yeah. this this team has done it, I think, in a very balanced way. The pitching's been good. The defense, I mean, the pitching is near the top of the league. I want to say the defense, if it's not at the top of the yeah, league, it's, PJ, it's, up there. it's right up there. No, it is. Um, I, I, I don't have the stat in front of me, but the there was a stat recently that showed that, that they're in the, like, the top like five of 
in general defense. It could have been more than that, but I just don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. So, sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and that was not the case last year. I mean, the pitching the pitching was really good last year. I should say really good. It was decent last year. It's certainly taken a step up. Garrett Cole has righted his ship. He has looked freaking awesome. He's looked like the Garrett Cole that we signed to a ten million or ten year three hundred and twenty four million dollar uh contract. Ten million. <laughs> That's what he gets after like six starts. Um <laughs> He's he's really righted the ship. He's given up something to the effect of one run over the past 19 innings. And you could say, okay, well, he was pitching against Kansas City, um, Texas, no, I... and and uh, um, oh, there's one other Kansas City. Uh, is it Detroit? Baltimore? No, but, no. Uh, ba- uh, uh, no. You're right. It was Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, and, and and can I just say really quick, I don't like the whole, oh, they pitched a bat against them, like the numbers being skewed because they a certain per, uh, pitcher pitched against a bat, like a quote-unquote bad team. No, these are all major league teams. Like I get the whole uh, salary thing. I, like, I get, like, I understand that there are metrics to, to say that these teams are lesser the Marlins, I'm oh, sorry, the Rangers, the Orioles, they could beat any given team in any of the night. So, no, it, the way that a pitcher pl- pitches should never be diminished by the team that they pitch against. That's just me. I agree with you completely. Yeah. I completely agree with you, my guy. Thank you. Thank it's you. just that people feel the need to do stupid stuff like that. But, I mean, and that aside... Just watching Cole, he's he's on, and the and the one run he gave up was a three hundred and fifty foot home run down the right field line at Yankee Stadium against Cole Calhoun of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, that I mean, might not he, have been a home run in any other ballpark. So. Uh, that that would have been a home run at Fenway because <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, the the, and, the other one. Right, and, and, and some other places, but I mean, it was a 350-foot yeah. no, uh, home run. And, and before we continue, just to, to, to speak on it, I don't, because Aaron, your, your, your manager, Aaron Boone, uh, had said something about it, I don't take into consideration any of this, like, would have been a home run in this ballpark or that ballpark. If you hit the ball over the fence, it's a home run. I don't care what the dimensions are, that the hitter has no say over that. They don't have any say over the where the fences are. They have no say over what ball is being used. They have no say over over the just in general, they have no say over or the the weather. Like if a ball goes out of a stadium, it's a it, if it, if a ball goes over a fence, sorry. It's a home run. If it goes out of a stadium, it's also a home run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And what do we, what are we? Are we supposed to? Are we supposed to reward an extra run because it goes out of the stadium? Like no, like that's a home run is a home run is a home run. As, as, right. As as wild as it is to say, I just it's it's the first time I've ever seen like on social media people complaining about how oh this one this hit this home run wouldn't have been a home run in this stadium. It's like well it didn't happen in that stadium. Yeah, it, <laughs> it ifs and buts are candy and nuts. 
Right. Yeah. What are you? What are you, what, what are you talking about? No, I. It's um. And you haven't really given your full take, so I'll, I'll let you do that. But like, you should be pretty excited, right? I mean, are are you pretty excited about this Yankee team? I certainly am excited. It definitely. I'm spending more time out on the deck listening to them than even if I, you know, was living in the house here uh, last year. I would have spent less time uh, focusing on them because the team just wasn't, it was not a championship-ready team. I don't know if this Yankee team is, but what I'm seeing so far looks really good. And I, it's it's one of those things that everything's clicking right. And they go on the road. They've got four against a White Sox team who just managed to get back over 500. They've seemed to get in some sort of groove after dealing with some of the injury stuff that, yeah, they're dealing with, but they've figured out a way to make the Band-Aid not fall off for right now. And it helps that they just came off of a weekend series against the Red Sox, and we'll get to them and where they are in the uh, AL East, which is frankly astonishing to see where they are. Um, I mean, frankly, they're looking up at everyone else, including Baltimore. Who the hell would have thought that? So, I, I mean, I, I guess about the Yankees, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm not giddy because, hey, I'm also smart enough to know that we're six weeks into the season. There's a lot of season. There's still 130 games left to be played, and a lot can happen in 130 games. Um, what what you are in what you are on May 11th might not be what you are on August 11th, July 11th, or September 12th. Um, I I really didn't feel like saying September 11th there because of the tragedy. So it the the or even June 11th. I mean I'm like I said I'm I'm happy I'm excited but I'm not giddy yet. That's fair. I mean, it is just, to my calculations, I could be wrong. This feels like it's wrong. Hold on, 162 divided by 30. Yeah, 5% of the season. So, no, no, we're, I mean, no, no, um, we're... Is that, is that math wrong? Yeah, we're about, um, yeah, we're about 15, 16% of the way into the season. How, how am I supposed to do that math? Well, 30 times 5 is 150. And then you just add twelve to that, and then you just kind of rough, rough math it from there. That's that's what I did. So we're we're not even twenty percent through the season yet. Um, so again, that means there's over eighty percent of the season left to be played. Yeah. But I'm. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I I just. And again, my expectations are tempered because of the lack of playoff success. Yes, we've won. I don't we've we've done a lot of regular season winning the past few years and um uh, where did i hear this i think it was on carton and roberts the other day oh, okay. wfan uh you know joe girardi aaron boone at this point has been a net neutral decision because i mean aside from the world series that they had with girardi, girardi which was 8 years before he was fired um, the Yankees, generally speaking, have had about the same amount of success. So, 
although I, I bet you Joe Girardi wishes he was managing in New York <laughs> as opposed to uh, Philly. Yeah, I mean, because he's and not just, the problem. Just to reiterate, I you do thirty into one sixty-two is point one eight. So we're eighteen percent of, of the way through the season. So that's just something I needed to figure out, and I figured it out. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but don't. I mean, I just want to say, regardless of what it is that. If you're if you're a, if you're a Yankee fan who has any real problem with the way the season has gone through thirty games, you got a big old dump in your pants. You yeah, I, I, there and I'm not obviously not for you. You've been very uh, you uh, <laughs> different from usual. You've been very uh, complimentative of the Yankees so far, but. They are four and a half games up in the division as we speak right now. They are twenty two and eight. I don't think any Yankee fan could could honestly tell me that they expected this level of competitiveness going into May eleventh, May twelfth, whatever, what have you. No, most most definitely not. I mean, who, what rational baseball fan would expect their team? To win seventy percent of their seventy three percent of their games at this yeah, no, stage of things, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, and the only other team, the only the only other team in baseball that comes close to that place is the cross Queens kids. Uh, well, percentage wise, it's the Dodgers at twenty and nine at six ninety uh, percentage, but in uh, in terms of wins, it's the twenty one and ten New York Metropolitans who have a seven. Yeah, I want I before I let you uh, speak on your crosstown rivals, you the the Mets having this lead has been like such a for the Met fan friends that I have, it's incredible to them. Um, if this, I, I'm already predicting, and I'm not saying I don't want this to happen. I generally root for the Mets. They've kind of become the evil empire of New York over over the Yankees, even though now the Yankees are starting to play well, but. In terms of you know money spending, the Mets are that team to uh, to to direct your disdain for, I guess. Um, but if this Mets team blows this, if, if they don't make the playoffs or make a run, it's going to be a insane uh, backlash in on both sides, right? I mean, well, well, look at it this way: Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby at eighty to one odds. Yeah, which was insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I almost wish we were a horse racing podcast because I could talk for days about that. But uh, it's it's it. I mean, and, and that that to comparing Rich Strike to the Mets going into this season, I don't think it's fair because the Mets, I think, had this. Um, I think they had this aura around them that they were going to be a team to watch. I just don't think many people thought that it would actually happen. I'm by no means comparing Rich Strike to the Mets. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Yeah, because you you said that if they blow this lead, and I was just kind of making a little bit of a quip that hey, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby at eighty to one odds. Anything can happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm with you. A seven a seven game lead at this point, and I get it. Atlanta's starting to get their crew back together with Acuna and, say, and all that. I was going to say Acuna hasn't been around until. A week ago, two uh, about two weeks ago. So, 
and that doesn't mean the biggest difference in the world, but you know, it's something to look at. But there's no, there's no sense, there's no reason to think that these Mets can't continue on this path. That's that's for sure. I completely agree with you. I mean, to me, this division, meaning the National League East, and let's just start going around the divisions here because yeah. that was what we mainly planned on doing. We'll start with the Mets as the easiest jump-off point. Seven seven games up already. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a two-horse race, I think, between the Mets and the Braves. And certainly the Mets have... Uh, built themselves up a really nice cushion. It, it, it's tough to, in 30, 31, 32 games, build up a seven-game lead on everyone, you know, on your next closest division rival, which the Mets have done, to their credit. Excuse me. And they deserve all the credit in the world for for doing it. And, yeah, I I don't see any reason why this isn't uh, cooling off and... Seven games, yeah, sure, that can be made up and surpassed in no time with 130 games left. Just don't know if Atlanta quite has the horses to be able to make that happen at this point, at this second. And then you look at the other teams, PJ, with mm-hmm, Philly, yeah. with, with Philly, Miami, and and Washington, and you just have to say to yourself, not happening, not happening. Definitely not happening. Well, I I disagree about the the. I disagree. I I think the Marlins and Phillies. I I don't know. It's too early to it's thirty games in. Excuse me. It's tough to. It's tough to write them off at this point. I think the Marlins have have pitching talent. I think they have uh, uh some electric uh offense. I I think the Phillies. They made some moves. They have some. They have some uh, big names. Like I just think that this is going to be continue to be a, a. I mean, they still have a bunch of games against each other. So, yeah, the that twenty that seven game lead can easily go down uh, soon. Like I, I don't want to predict it. I'm not trying to manifest this at all. But I could. I could. I don't know. This ha- this has the and I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. For, if it's not the Cardinals, I root for the Mets. They've kind of become the evil empire, so it's kind of tough to do that. But in general, I just think that there's a chance that this could go down to the wire. Like the, it, it's an early lead. You love to see that. I mean, the Mets are playing. They, this is a different type of team. But um, that that that's. Between those four, the Mets, Braves, Marlins, and Phillies, I think, still have a chance to to make some noise, uh, especially considering trades, considering a lot of things. Um, help. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the Braves, but I mean, the Phillies, the Phillies, that that bullpen is at best a dumpster fire, and that to me it looked no further than blowing a seven run lead in the blink of an eye. Um, I mean, it's yeah, one of those but things. I mean, but uh, uh, was that crazy? Yeah, and we can speak on that really quick. Was that shout out our guy Jake? Hopefully, he helps on. But uh, um, crazy for sure. Um, that that was that was an anomaly. That that that's for damn sure. But what I would say to that is that, that that's that, that's not an that's not a um, an indicator. Happens. Yes, thank you. It's not an indicator of what of what is to come. It happens in a. It's a one hundred sixty two. Excuse me. It, it's a one hundred and sixty two game season. 
there are there are going to be bad losses. There are going to be very very good wins. That that generally speaking, that's just the way it is. I think it's too early to tell that the Mets are going to run away with the division. Do they currently have the biggest lead by a long margin? Yeah, but uh, I think I think in baseball, and I think you can agree with this. It's a very streaky game. Like the the as it currently stands, the Yankees have the four and a half game lead, and the Mets have the seven game lead, which is the two uh, highest in each uh, league, and they have the two best uh, records in each league. But it's a long season, man. I, I guess the point that, that I'm making is this. If I were a Met fan, I'd feel a lot safer about my seven-game lead than I would as a Yankee fan with my four-and-a-half game lead because yeah, of the divisional that's competition. That's, that's I, I mean, guess that's the point that I'm making. Well, and, and my only counterpoint to that, other, than, other and I agree with you, is that the, the Mets have the defending world champions in their division. So they might be... Uh, picking back on them, but yeah, maybe there's a chance that they that they just blow out the other teams in that division. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, but last last year's champions, one of them is on the West Coast. Their leader, their their oh, absolutely. I mean, he he was he was their leader, and I think one of the things that the Braves have to figure out is who's that guy. The, they they need to. It's got to be an Acuna or an Albies. It's, I mean, it has to be. I mean, that's that's why they were okay with letting Freeman go. I mean, they had the they they had the Olsen who hasn't had you know he's 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 been okay, but uh, I think once the gang gets going again, we'll see them. And who knows the moves that are, will be made? It's it's a it's an interesting time to talk baseball because we're like right on the precipice of when moves start to be talked about. You know, like uh, guys getting sent down, moves being made, whether it's trades, whether it's signings. Like you, we're kind of like right on the edge of when that starts. Right. I mean, we're two and a half weeks away from the first benchmark of the season being Memorial Day. What are you going? What What are you on Memorial Day? You know, that's that's one benchmark. Um, I mean, to me, that's the first benchmark that I use to get a yeah. sense of what you are. Um, and uh, it, it's, yeah, we, we certainly didn't see the, the NL East being this, at least in terms of the Mets separation from everyone else, we didn't see it being this yeah. much. No, N- none of us did. Um, I don't, I, I, let me ask you this really quick. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, and this is, this is a, this is a compliment for the Mets. I don't know how often I've seen a seven game lead on May 11th. In baseball, like I just generally speaking, right. it, it seems like the it, it's it's a little bit closer. But I think it's a, a it's a compliment to the Mets who are just playing out of their minds. I mean, it, it, it's the, it's a cliche thing, and I think the Yankee fans can use it too. And I think a lot of fans in general like to use this, and they can't always use this phrase. But the saying that this team is different, um, I think, can apply to both New York teams at the moment. I mean, these are. They're they're winning games that they didn't uh, previously, right? Um, and I think I mean the Mets came in with a lot of a lot of fanfare, a lot of people thinking that they would do this. But then on your side, the Yankees didn't. Like I don't think <laughs> four, they're up four and a half, least amount of losses, most amount of wins as we speak right now in baseball. In baseball, um, that just it's it's 
Oh man, I got the hiccups. Sure. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll step in here. Um, yeah. But while you uh, while you get some water or whatever, yeah, I'll figure out the to, to take care of that. Um, I mean the, the the thing the thing is though, PJ, as as it relates to the Mets, the Mets have had an identity transformation, whereas the Yankees have had kind of an identity enhancement. In that Mets changed ownership, they're spending money, and they they got rid of Luis Rojas. Fair or not, I because th- I think he did get the screw job. Uh, I I absolutely feel that way. Uh, he was set up to fail, and then you know you had the ownership change and everything, and and Stevie Cohen brought in Buck Showalter, a proven yep. winner. I mean, although Buck Showalter as a manager does not have a World Series to his name, he might be one of the best managers to not have a World Series to his name as a manager. Ooh, that'd, um, be a, that'd be a great discussion. And, and and one we certainly could have at some point. Yeah. Um, I I just, to me, that's that's where the difference lies. Now let's go to the NL Central, where oh, boy. Uh, the Brewers... They're on top of that. Christian Yelich, he had a cycle today. Really? Shout out Christian Yelich. Yes, he did. Oh, no way. Yeah, Yelich hit a cycle today. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. shout out. He's a recurring guest to my favorite podcast, part of my take. So I do root, even though he's a brewer, I do root for Christian Yelich. That's, that's awesome. His third career cycle. All of them against the Reds. Well, a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things have happened against yeah. the Reds. Uh, That's and, very interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I and uh, that happened. You're breaking that news to me. So, yeah, I mean, uh, just you know, as a fan of an NL Central team, I mean, first of all, I just want to point out that the Cardinals have played three less games. Sorry, am I, yeah, three less games than the Brewers, um, and sit at two and a half games back, so sixteen to thirteen with three less games played. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that I think at the top of that division, I do not see the Pirates, Cubs, and Reds. Uh, obviously, the Reds. I mean, the Reds are a whole another podcast worthy of talking about how bad they are. But uh, Brewers and Cardinals, I think, are going to fight for the top the entire season, and I I look forward to it. Yeah, how are you feeling about your cards right now? Um, so Paul DeYoung just got sent down to the to AAA. Um, which I think is a move that needed to be done. I, I'll, I'll always root for Paul, but there are a couple guys that could be uh, used, utilized if they are, were to be put in those situations. I, I look yeah. forward to, I look forward to a Nolan Gorman, Gorman, uh, or a um, or a Brendan Donovan who's already on the team getting more looks. I, I welcome the idea of. And this is something I saw today from John Morosi, um, a, a baseball analyst, writer. Very you know, credible. Yeah. Great. He's, he's a great baseball writer. Yeah, thank you. And he he had said that if the Red Sox, who we haven't gotten to, continue to struggle, may make Xander Bogarts available and that the Cardinals would be a perfect fit, that's something I am not going to get to crazy over because I don't want to get my hopes up, but yes, I agree. Um, that could be something I would love to see. Uh, I, I, it's one, it's one of those situations right now for the Cardinals. I, they have the talent. They have a lot of guys that 
that performed last year that didn't uh, are not yet performing this year that I still have faith in. But I do believe they're a move or two away from being like a World Series contender. Um, as it currently stands, probably not, but definitely a contender in the NL Central. With the, I, it's a two-team race in, in the Central. It's the Brewers and the Cardinals, that's for sure. Yeah, and that's that's the way it's going to be. And and do you do you think that uh, Paul Defunk can get himself right and become Paul DeYoung so, again? Man. I I do hope so. I mean, this is a guy that a couple of years is a couple of years removed from a thirty home run season. That's not easy to do in the major league. So there's clearly some talent there. It's just, and I don't like to say we the Cardinals can't continue to to trot this guy out there if he's hitting under two hundred in almost a hundred at bats. Like you, it's, it's the regular season, man. Like it, it, these, these games matter. Like I, I get that. It's not something the Cardinals usually do. They, they tend to let guys try and figure it out and then it's too late. Um, uh, so I appreciate them letting him go figure it out instead and see if, you know, if he, if he goes down to AAA in Memphis and he starts hitting bombs and he, he's seeing the ball better, I'm all for another shot, but you have to explore all avenues. And I appreciate that they're, it seems that they're at least doing that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they've essentially said that they, they've become more bean counters and that, okay, the numbers are the numbers. And, <laughs> well, uh, and, and sometimes. I don't know why that makes me laugh so much about bean counters. It's just funny. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you, you know, the you know numbers are numbers and you don't always know what's behind the numbers. But just looking at the young and it, it, it seemed to me from what little that I've seen, the defense was impacted, too. So he 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 had to he had to be sent down. Well, so so that being said, he. A quote from Ali Marmol before he was sent down was that the reason they, that they were keeping DeYoung at, up at shortstop was because of his defense, which is something to like that is a fact. Um, you know, moving Tommy Edmond to shortstop that was one of his original positions, but going like Edmond hasn't played shortstop in a while. It didn't seem like that. That's his. That's not his natural position. Does it? Doesn't mean he can't learn it. Sure. He's a gold glove second baseman, so you think that he could potentially transition easily to shortstop. But that's I, and I understand that. Like I understand, I understand that they they kept this shortstop that because he could play defense at the position. But it just got to the point where you have to sacrifice some of that defense to uh, supplement the offense. So yeah, that's well, I mean, where it's at. Yeah, I mean, well, in, in terms of what you said about second base and shortstop. Look no further than Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres, exactly. Like that's that, and that's kind of what we're hoping for. Like I'm hoping for. I think it's. I think Edmund is starting his first game at uh, shortstop in the majors today. So I'm I'm very interested as to how that goes. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's it's it's such a big topic for, and it should be. I mean, you need a good shortstop. You're not right. I mean, you can't have like the people, myself included for example, could talk all the crap about Derek Jeter and his defensive prowess as a shortstop, but he was a shortstop. Like, he he played that position like a shortstop. Like, was he the best? No. But he was at very – it was serviceable, if not more, 
as a defensive shortstop. And that's all you really need. You need somebody who can take command. As I'm sure you know, the shortstop is the captain of the infield, like generally speaking. So that's something that I'm very curious to see if Tommy Edmond can do because then they could bring up Gorman to be the second baseman. You sacrifice some defense, but you 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 get the bat. It's it's a whole. It's something that is, I'm really interested to see how they uh, treat it. Yeah, I mean Derek Jeter will will never be known as this great defensive shortstop. No, I mean he, he has he was, gloves, but... You're right. He was significantly above average. He made his living on the jump throw. I disagree That's... that he was significantly. He was not a. He was average at best defensive shortstop Derek Jeter and that's being very very uh, generous De- defensively speaking metrically speaking Derek Jeter was not a very good shortstop but he commanded the position he was a captain of not only of the team but in the infield and yes he had an arm that reason why he was a shortstop if he didn't have that arm the only reason why Derek Jeter was ever making those jump throws is because he didn't have the range of a Brendan Ryan, another right. Yankee shortstop who would come in towards the end of Jeter's career and play shortstop because he was a way better defensive shortstop. But the thing that Jeter had was the arm, which is the reason why they even talked about him going into the outfield is because he had an arm. Um, but no, they're, they're, I will not sign co-sign to Derek Jeter being – an above average shortstop defensively. That's that's not that's not the case. Oh, oh can you hear me? Hello, I hello? I lost you. I forgot. Yeah, I'm back. I my I forgot to turn on my my do not disturb and a and a call came <laughs> through. Um, yeah, good. someone from somewhere. Uh, probably some stupid spam thing. Um, I still need to get used to the fact that do not disturb is now called focus. On the uh, iPhone, really? Yeah, and the oh, wow. yeah, and the iOS and in, in the latest iOS update, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they've called it Focus instead of Do Not Disturb because that really helps. That's weird. that, yeah, yeah, because that's wow. <laughs> Excuse me, that's what I think about that. A bunch of politically correct <laughs> nonsensicalness. <laughs> um. So, uh, you there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just heard silence in the in the yeah, earpods. Your thoughts on my Derek Jeter take? Or are you just gonna? Are we gonna so I mean, back on? to that. I mean, I would love to talk. I can talk. About, I can talk about Derek Jeter and his defense all day. I, I can do that all day. I mean, Jeter Jeter made the plays he needed to make, and and what and to me, what makes him above average, albeit slightly, is you, you know are those jump throws. Uh, you, you know the, the the tenacity, the 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 leap into the stands. Nope. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what everybody against, talks about. But, against... that, but that happened because he's not. That happened. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, we we could do a whole podcast on my theory on on that whole thing and how it's not impressive, um, or at least not as impressive as certain other plays that have happened. Um, no, I I do not give Jeter the benefit of the doubt that he's able to make those jump throws. See, the only reason why he was able to make those jump throws is because of his arm. Right. There is very, there is proven proven video of, of shortstops with better range than Jeter 
that can make those plays in the same spot but don't have to do the jump throw because they got to the spot quicker and were able to set their feet and then make the throw. Jeter was just a pretty boy on the New York baseball team that was able to do those and then they get blown up and they go on the top 10 because, oh, look at this guy jumping and throwing. No, the reason why he was doing that is because he couldn't get to the ball faster because he wasn't laterally quick enough. I, I, I understand I, that. I, again, I, I could do a whole podcast on, on my on – my, uh, I, I don't think Jeter deserved a single gold glove. And that's fine because gold gloves in general are objective, subjective, whatever you they're, want They're use, subjective. Whatever you want to use. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, they there are times they become a uh, a uh, what what is the word um, a popularity contest. Well, yeah, um, of, of of course, but, of course. I I mean, I I guess the the point that I'm making is the arm. You, you know, being able to throw is part of defense, is it not? I mean, you never won a platinum club, so I, that's just one of my things. But. Uh, no, yes, of course they are. I've, I've said this. The only reason, I mean, he ma- he became, like you said, the Jeter throw. Like everybody who, like pretty much anybody who is a baseball fan understands that. A, because he was a, if this was a Colorado, Rock, Colorado Rocky who was doing this, probably doesn't get the same play. But it's a New York Yankee making these dazzling, crazy throws. He's fielding the ball on a backhand, right? Yeah. That's what everybody as a shortstop wanted to do, which again is not the ideal. If you could, if you, if you can, if you have the range to field the ball cleanly with your body in front of it, you do. Right. And anybody who can do that generally has the same arm as a Jeter. But the the fact of the matter is, is he didn't have the range. He was fielding things on a bat, and maybe honestly, he thinks that hands it up. Like, a part of me thinks that he knew he could make that throw, yes, because what you said, his arm, his arm was an outfielder's arm. He had a great arm, probably throwing the ball 85, 90 miles an hour over there to Tino or Jason or Teixeira. Yeah. 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 Uh, You know, he's throwing that because he knew he had it. He could have been a third baseman. He could but he didn't have – the reason why he was doing that so often was because he – didn't have the lateral range to get to balls clean. Right. Which is like, and, and if you go into it and I mean, I can, if we want to, but his metrics, like his, uh, what advanced uh, analytics when it comes to his defense, not something you want to look at if you're a, a big Jeter. Right. Which I, like if you believe, if you believe in the, the advanced analytics of, of defensive metrics, don't go and look at Jeter's, Right. I mean, G- Jeter's um, Jeter's my all-time favorite Yankee, and, and I will say that the only reason why he wasn't moved to third base is be- when A. Rod was traded to the Yankees was because Jeter uh, that was that was a staple, and that you know, yeah. and 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 that would have gone over so poorly with the Yankee fan base, even though, even oh, though. A Rod, say what you want about him, was a phenomenal shortstop. Oh, oh, Jeter, or sorry, A Rod, and I'm a big A Rod guy, huge A Rod fan. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said that to you or just in general. Huge A Rod fan was by far 
defensively. So, and he was so good defensively that he won a gold glove at a position that he never played until he was a Yankee. Right. Um, Jeter's minus 243.3 fielding runs and minus 8.3 defensive war just attest to his weakness on that on, on that side of the I, ball, despite his uh, five gold gloves. I mean, it's Jeter was a minus defensive player. That's just all you need to know. Hey, you can't and, you can't candy crap. You know, that's the edited way of me saying you can't sugarcoat you know what. You can't Oh well they did by giving him the gold glove because because he's America's Right, shortstop. right. I and I'm not saying that's right. Of course I'm not. But I mean there there I mean I, Oh bro, bro, I would say I have all these numbers. I no, I have, no I what I'm saying to, no. I think it is no, what I'm saying that he was given those gold gloves. Okay. All right. Anyhow, we, I mean, plenty of time to talk about Jeter. Uh, let, let's. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do a yeah, walk. Let's move on from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and just because, you know, time is, you know. Yes, and, I know. All yeah. The um, I mean, so we, we kind of covered the, the NL East, the NL, we did NL, NL, East, Central. NL Central. And how about the NL West? Every team's above yeah, 500. That's. That is crazy. That shocked me today. That shocked me. Me too. Um, I mean, the fact that the Rockies are would it be would be in second place, sixteen and fourteen. The Cardinals are sixteen and thirteen. Again, uh, one game less played, but clearly the Rockies. You know, I mean, they're 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 fighting. They're fighting hard, and it's a competitive division. The Padres started out, I think, looking a little bit worse. Um, I think the Giants had that that stigma too. Like in the first like what week or two, where oh. Oh, are these teams regressing? Whatever. No, clearly not. Um, the Padres don't even have Tatis yet. I mean, their 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 shortstop situation has been awful, and here they are, twenty and eleven, a game back of the Dodgers, and they're gonna get Tatis back. You know what? June, July, probably July. I, I'm I'm still wait. I'm waiting on him in fantasy. It's it's killing me. It's it. I'm Owen. I'm about to be Owen five. In a, in a league, but I'm still sticking with them. Um, and yeah, the Giants just kind of we we split a series with the Giants. The Cardinal, I hate to say we, the Cardinals split a series with the Giants um, this past this week. And then uh, yeah, man, I mean, competitive as hell. You love to see it. Yeah, I mean, do do I think it's going to last for the Diamondbacks and Rockies? No, no. Eventually, they're going to come down to earth. But and yeah. and, and that's yeah. going to be a. I I think a pretty steep fall from grace. Um, it, it's it's good to see, and and that's the nice thing about the early season stuff, is that teams that you wouldn't think would be where they are in this case in a good way. Uh, I mean, it, it's good to see that the that the West is over five hundred in uh, in the NL now. You know, to the AL. I mean the Yankees. We we've touched on that. Agnostic. Uh, Tampa. Can we talk about? Yeah, go ahead. Tampa. They they're dealing with some some injury stuff. That I think once that all clears up, they're going to be able to give the Yankees a, a little run for their money. And hey, Tampa or the Yankees should you know try and inflate the whoopee cushion on Tampa as much as they can uh, while while they're down. Yeah. We have four Absolutely. and a half game lead. Toronto, um, at at uh, I mean they're just a couple of games 
above 500, yeah. which is which is surprising. Although the issue there is their bullpen. Um, well, actually, yeah. their bullpen's been okay. Um, but but it's really the 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 starter the starters haven't really gone deep into games. If there's a team that I'm looking at, and we, I mean we'll get to this as we do the show, but if there's a team I'm looking at to make a move at any point, it's the Blue Jays. I mean they 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 they've proven that they're aggressive. They want to improve. They want to compete. They want to win. So don't be surprised if the Blue Jays make a move uh, between now and what the the new August second. Uh, deadline. Yeah. So uh, let's let's keep an eye on that. But yeah, I mean, in the bottom half, I mean, the Red Sox. I didn't expect them to be this bad. Who did? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, correct. And then the Orioles. I mean, shut. I think we're uh, being a Yankee fan and me a Cardinal fan. I think we collectively root for the Orioles in general. And uh, I can understand if it's again, unless it's against the Yankees. But shout out the Orioles. Yeah, I mean, it's. They're 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 doing better than than we thought. Cardinals play them tonight, so I mean, I guess you're not rooting for them tonight. Uh, not tonight, yeah, not tonight. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, Baltimore being not in last place is is either either awesome. one of two things. It's either a impressive or b flat out depressing at how bad the Red Sox have looked. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like to. Sh- I like to take shots at the Red Sox as much as the next Yankee fan, but we, we can save that for another podcast. I mean, this this team, they're already uh, – how many games behind the Yankees? Oh, it's a bunch. 11. 11. I mean, they're already 11 games back. And again – On the flip side, on the flip side for the Met fans, if if they were to collapse with their, their lead, if, if the – I know it's only 30 games, but let's just say – the Red Sox end up winning the the AL East by one game over the Yankees. How how upset would that make? You? Oh, I mean, I'd be pissed because I know I would. <laughs> I, well, because here's the thing: like I know that all right, uh, we had a twelve we had an, a twelve game lead at one point, and that that went away. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that would that'd be an absolute killer. And again, I I I, love I get that it's May eleventh. Yeah. And I get that there's hundred and thirty games to but still the fact is we've built up an eleven game lead on the Red Sox and and, and they dude, they don't look bad. They look downright unsalvageable. They're they actually have uh I mean, the only team that has a worse record in the American League is the Detroit Tigers. Um, and the Royals. Oh yeah, the Royals. But that's, uh, but that's it. The Red Sox have the third worst record in the American League. Yeah, and and to be fair to the Royals, they have three less games played, like the Cardinals do. So. Right, right, and and the the Royals are a team that hey, they're. They're, 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 they've, they've got a couple of years of development. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that noise one more time? What noise? You said the Royals are, and then you did a noise. I was like, they're, they're, they're I, I mean, I need English lessons. What it was like a, oh, <laughs> well, cause I just was struggling with my words. Uh, 
It's a fart noise. Yeah, I wasn't even trying to do the fart noise on purpose. No, just no, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the. Oh, oh, join me. We have a uh, the mic. Oh no, you you can do this, right? Um, we want to end with a. I I mean I know we have the AL Central and AL West, but again, fart noise. Do we want to end with uh, Bretty Boy? I think he requested. Yeah, <laughs> you did it again. So I mean, my yeah. so my feeling on on how the Red Sox have looked so far is, I think, yeah, I think Brett requested the mic. Um, I did not catch that, but uh, we'll certainly get him on. Try yeah, go yeah, go ahead. Um, oh look All at right. this, eighty eighty yeah, yeah. hearts. Thank you, thank you, caller cast. Appreciate you. Um, we'll invite him to the hot seat. What do we want to do? We I know it's seven o'clock. So what five? Um, well, well, no, no, yeah, we'll give, yeah, we'll give him ten. Um, we'll yeah, give him 10. I, and and uh, I mean, just to kind of wrap this up really quickly before we yeah, get yeah, to yeah, yeah before we get yeah, to yeah. Brett, uh, you, you know, with the with the central, I mean, the the twins, they they look they look legit this year. They look yeah. I I was watching them over the weekend um, against the A's, and they went hard. Yeah, they're yeah. really good at winning close games. I get it. The A's are terrible. Uh, there, there's, but still, I mean, the White Sox they're they're coming back, uh, the, and then everyone else, the Guardians, and we've talked about yeah. we've talked about Kansas City and Detroit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I think I think it's a, it's similar to the NL Central. I think it's a two team race. The Guardians, I think, could hang in there for a long time, but I think in general. It's going to be a Twins White Sox type deal, and it does. And you know, it looks like that the moves that they made because the Twins made a lot of moves um, in the off season that people weren't expecting, and I think it's paying off. Yeah, and how about the uh, an- and, and, and yeah, China. and how about the Angels in the West? Yes, yes, the team that we both of us have always said since we've known each other. Like, why don't the Angels do more? They have Mike Trout now. They have Shohei. And clearly, I mean, I don't think they didn't even really make many moves. I don't know. Did you see this the other day, uh, Blaze? Anthony Rendon. It was in the the no hitter, the no hitter that they just did with uh, Reed. Denton. Yes, just through the no hitter. Last, last night, night against Tampa, eleventh um, career start uh, to to do that. Amazing, amazing. Love that. And Anthony Rendon for the first time, his first ever left handed at bat. Wow. Yeah, I mean, just. If that doesn't scream good juju at you, then I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, that's that's insane. So shout out the Angels. I'll be watching yeah. that. I mean that's that's a team. When Pools went there, I rooted for them. I, I have a Pools Angels jersey. Oh wow. So I mean yeah. Uh, yeah, and hey, so far, other than the A's, California's known how to party. Shout out. Absolutely. Shout out uh, Dr. Dre and, and That's Tupac. right, the the Lake Tupac Shakur. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, why would you mean, laugh at that? <laughs> no, I don't know because I just thought it was funny that we bring it up on a swinging ball podcast. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's not the. It's not. It's not something I expected. Well, say. I mean, th- and right. that's that's part of the reason why we do the show because you just see. Can you do that four toys again? <laughs> So, oh, 
but that's around that's around the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, Houston, well, Houston, you know, they're second. Seattle's third. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. And sorry. then and 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 Texas. I mean, that team looks that that team's just terrible. Yeah, the Rangers and Athletics don't have much of a chance, but I appreciate them going um, out there. 12 and 16, 12 and 19. I mean, it's better than the Royals and Tigers, so let's just say that. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I because. I think this is a three-team. I and I, I do want to get your quick thoughts on this before we invite our buddy in. Yeah, um, I think it, in contrast to some of the other divisions, I think this is a three-team race. I I see this being Angels, Astros, Mariners. I can see this. Mariners are only six and a half right now. I think that they have a lot of talent, um, and and they've been around there. They've been around the top the last couple of years. But it's it's very very satisfying to see the Angels up there with the best player in the game, and and he gets more, you know. Shout out Mike Trout, he gets more. Well, is uh, he the best player so, over you know, Shohei? I mean, I I think that's something uh, that has to like that that's, that's something that has to be at least discussed. Yeah, I agree. No, I I now that you say that, I I think I have to just change my mind. I th- I think Shohei. Uh, no, I can't give it to him yet. I can't give it to him yet because of consistent uh, performances at the plate. If Shohei puts up another season like you did last year, oh, it, it, it's not even a question. I I would agree, and with Mike Trout, yeah. you can count on him. Just if he sees, yeah, it, 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 and you can count yeah. on him being hurt once or twice every year so far. Yeah. Um, if Mike Trout stays healthy, he's going to have a MVP type season. That's just what probably we, will be the MVP. I think that's yeah. Yeah, exactly. If he stays healthy, exactly. So I, that's such a weird. Oh man, we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah, and and maybe maybe we should you know do these types of things. All right, let's yeah. get. Uh, yeah, let's let's, uh, let's invite our buddy Brett on the mic. See if he wants to join us. I hear. Great. I, I hear him on uh, the chat. Yeah. Hello, People. gentlemen. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Brett said we have been amazing. So you guys have been amazing. It's been a pleasure <laughs> to tune in to uh, to the show, to swinging blindly as always. Um, and condolences to you, condolences to you and your family. First and uh, first and foremost, hard day. yeah, it's hard, hard day. day. We 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 appreciate it more than you know that you've been listening and that you've been wanting to call in. So you you know yeah, well, I, you know that from me. I, I appreciate I, you so much. Yeah, I, I I hadn't really planned on calling in, uh, but then something happened on on Twitter as as things usually do, uh, and I and it, it leaves me with a strange uh, question. So someone with all the with all the short porch talk at Yankee Stadium lately yep. because of the comments um, by what was it <laughs> Woodruff the pitcher? Is it, did I get that mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, Milwaukee. Um, no, for Texas. Oh, uh, well, uh, Woodward, Chris Woodward's the manager. Yeah, Woodward. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, well yeah, so, yeah. So, so someone made comments about the short porch, and then so yeah, and then, so someone shows uh, an inlay of old Yankee Stadium and and like you know like oh eight and earlier uh, versus new Yankee Stadium, but the inlay shows center field at four hundred and four feet, and it. I mean, it, am I? Am I? I know I've had a hard day, right? But am I crazy? Like, I'm 30 years old. As far as I can remember on on television, 
every video game I've ever played. Yankee Stadium between old and new, it was always yeah. Borrowed. They they've kept the they've kept yeah. the freaking dimensions the same. Yeah, so they yeah. showed the inlay and they post like one source, but then I had found a, ca- a counter source. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go into all of this on Twitter. I'm just going to call swinging blindly and find out if, if in fact, I'm the crazy one. But I'm like, no, no. it's always been 4 And you're talking about the, the batter's eye. You're talking about the black and the center fuel with the right on the. the yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. posted an article from like an ESPN article from 2009, but then I had found a Riverside Ave. Uh, who used to be a source for the Yankees. I believe they've uh, since shut down. But anyway, they, which had opposing evidence. But I was like, you know, I'm not going into all of this evidence versus sources on, on Twitter. But um, I was like, my memory just always says 408, no matter what, center field. Right, three, right, right. And then you have you have a three, what is it, three, 380? It's like, like 395, 395 maybe in, in uh, left uh, left center. And then, three, 385, and then, and then you have 399 in right, or, or you flip it yeah. e- either way. But yeah, 4, 408 yeah. dead center. And then you have... Yeah, and, okay. And then okay. you have 314 down the right field yep. line, uh, uh, and yep. 318 uh, down the yep. left field yep. line, I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Nope. You have that exactly correct, Liz. I have it right here. It is 318 left center. Or sorry, left field is 318, left center 399, center 408, right center 385, right field 314. Yeah. And then and then the guy on Twitter also said, and which I'm not again, I wasn't going to get into all this, that there are all he also said there are probably plenty of teams in the league that post numbers on the wall that aren't accurate. Do you think that's true? Uh, what, what is? Do you, do you think there? Do you think there's like false measurements being posted on the wall? He's like, well, maybe it was four hundred four, but they just put four hundred eight on the wall. I was like, why would they do that? I don't care. That? It's only four freaking feet. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Well, point. It, it, I, I'm just wondering. I've never thought to question the integrity of the numbers posted on the wall. Yeah, same. Uh, I've always just thought never, it was legit. No matter what the number was, that's what it is. Yeah. Somebody measured that out. So I think that is, yeah, I personally thought, I was like, wow, that's a bold statement to say that there's probably plenty of teams out there posting fake measurements on the wall. I was like, I mean, no, no way. It, what, 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 what would it behoove? What would it behoove? What, I've never heard this conspiracy about walls in baseball before. I was like, what is going so, on? I mean, here's my thing. Why would it behoove the team to post fake numbers on the wall when... Those things aren't moving, number one. And number two, the wall is an equal opportunity uh, place for both teams to hit the ball over. It, I mean, it just, Brett, I, I really, I, Brett, uh, hang on just a second, PJ. I, guy, I, I think we should just move on from this because it's just a bunch of bull. <laughs> well, that's why it's at the end of the show and it's just a, a silly a silly question because I was like, maybe my memory is just flat out wrong. That maybe no. it was four oh four, and I'm like, no, it was definitely four oh eight. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, the the, whole, the the discussion has become that that it wouldn't be in first time in a long time, if ever, in, as a fan, where people are saying, oh, that wouldn't have been a home run in this stadium. It's like, well, it was in this one. Like, I don't like. What do you like? Stadiums have had different dimensions since what? Since the beginning of baseball, right? Uh, uh, since always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it's never been an issue. Like uh, even in little yeah. league, even in yeah. little league, the yeah. outfields were different. Yeah. Well, no, I mean Mitchell Park and shout out Mitchell Park and Bethel Brett. Every outfield was two hundred feet. Mm. But who's to say that if you want to get be a sleuth about it, who's to say that they? Well, actually, like, in you know? in in little league now, I believe it it's symmetrical that it's two hundred and five feet around. Brett, I want to get your take mm. on this with about three and a half minutes left. Um, did you watch the Yankees game last night? I did not get okay. a chance to watch the. Uh, well, did the game did last either night. of you see? The two pitches, the first one by Jimmy Garcia after Stanton hit the three-run home run that went up and in uh, above the, you know, and it, and it uh, was right near, like, his bicep area, I believe. And then uh, it, uh, it was to, oh, God, who the hell hit the ball? Who was up after Stanton? Oh, it was LeMahieu. Uh, that's who it was. Uh, and then an inning or two later, uh, it was uh, it was Lewisica who threw up and in at Bob and, and Garcia was ejected because it happened immediately after the three run home run. Then, excuse me, Lewisica throws a pitch up and in uh, near Bo Bichette's neck, and he doesn't get thrown out. And and both uh, John and Susan on the Yankee radio broadcast were saying that the the ejection of Garcia was. You know, a little nonsense. Did either of you see the two pitches? No, I have. I, I have saw. Not. I saw the. Um, I did see a video of the Yankees guy throwing at um, up and in. I did see that. Well, you know, since I moved back home, my MLB TV subscription gets me a lot less mileage than it used to. Where I used to be able to watch almost any game any night because I lived out of region. And it's a real shame that we live in such a streaming digital platform world now. The Yankees have the Yes app. Like, why Why are there still blackouts in regions? Why There's got to be a way around this at some point. It's, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, and it makes, it makes you wonder this. What's the value of regional sports networks? Like, what's the value? Right. Like, that's, like, how, how are these, how are these friggin' the networks making money? I, I don't see how I don't see how SNY is making money. I don't see how Yes is making money. I don't see how Nesson is making money. I don't see how RSN or uh, uh, Fox Sports, uh, you know, the 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 big one down where you used to live in in Texas. I how yeah, how, how yeah, the hell are yeah. these these regional sports networks surviving enough to to keep bringing us these games? Yeah, it's just a shame, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that is, you know, blacked out from being able to watch their teams in the areas that they live in, which is mm-hmm. just it's uh, it's just a or, shame because uh, the yes uh, yes used to be on the Sling app, but it's been removed for years yeah. now. It, it used to be on YouTube two three years at it, least. It yeah. used to be on YouTube TV, which is what I have, um, and, and mm-hmm. that that hasn't been on there for a couple of years. Uh, it, it I I don't get it. I mean, but you know what though? With that MLB TV subscription, you get game day audio, and that's I mean that's what I really take advantage of the the most, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, I do enjoy listening to John and Susan. Uh, despite, I mean, when I'm when I'm at work, there's nothing I like more John's than a, than a one o'clock game. Mistakes. They're not. I I, I, I roll with it. John Sterling can say what he, he's a legend. It. You'll never hear me. Say a, a negative I mean, word about John. And 
his mistakes. Oh, yeah. Bretty boy. Uh, yeah, we get him back yeah, up if he can. Um, uh, well, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll Brett, we'll we'll get you back on for another five. Um, glad glad you hopped on. I mean, things John's mistakes they're not constant, and I, and and, I, and he I, does I, stop I for just a second, and he does no, and he does cover. He acknowledges that he screwed up. All right, we've got we've got Brett back. Uh, yeah, and I just wanted to say I I said that I, I know that it's like it gets blown up on social media's John Stoyle's mistakes. I personally don't have a bone to pick with any of that. I just I just know that it's trending. So I I yeah. and on some of my favorite podcasts discuss. Um, John Sterling, and that's that, the topic, so it's, it's, you know. But but it gets taken so out yes. of context because for many, in if you look at it through recent lens, he's been calling majority of these games off monitors, doing his best. Yeah, which is and, which is the and and that's the not being yeah that's not being acknowledged when he was at the it, you know yeah. when when he's calling when the Yankees started getting home games and allowed him back in the booth and he's and it was at least calling the home games you know live yeah. look watching the yeah. field the mistakes I, went away so it's like I'm you not know, trying to start a no, war. no 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 PJ I'm no, sorry it, dude you did it's, it's to it's to it, I'm talking to, no, no it's I'm not talking to PJ I'm talking to any Yankee fan that would. That would bandwagon on a legend like that. He's a legend. I think it needs to be discussed. And here's. It doesn't. To me, and this is most my of it was monitor driven, and he was just, you know, yeah. I, to, to I'm, me, I'm rolling with it. I love a one o'clock game when I'm at work. And I can Dude, throw throw an earbud in, and then and I, the, I got John and Susan for the next three majority, and a half hours. The majority you know? of the time that this has happened, it's been on the road where, for whatever reason, John and Susan are still not. That's traveling, not true. They are no, no, yeah. stop. They are they are traveling. Oh. They 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 they've okay. been traveling. Well, then, so and 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 I agree. It, well, I mean, the other thing too is they, they wait. Well, stop for just a second, PJ. The, the thing is. Well, you said that twice. I'm not going to say that. I, I have right. Opinion. I'm saying that I don't think uh, <laughs> Yeah, but they they're, I, they I, had, I they're dealing with Vantage Point 7 dealt within wild. two years. And I'm an effing blind guy that's saying that. That they haven't dealt with you know these Vantage Points for two years. I understand that, but I'm a man who can see, and every time he's done it, it's been very obvious that it hasn't been a home run. I... So he's making mistakes that are very, very much uh, rightfully so, in my opinion, being Christmas. I, I, I can't I, argue that. I, I think it's I I think it I think it's a, a I think it's a thing that it's going to clearly going to be reviewed. I don't know how much longer Sterling. I'm not going to speak for Susan, but I don't know how long. I mean, he is a legend, so he'll as long as he wants, I imagine. But it's something that has now been like very publicly, social media wise, being ridiculed, and it's just. Uh, he, he, he's, he gets laughed at. Okay, B, it's because, that, it's because he's with the Yankees. It's because he's with the Yankees. If he were with the Colorado Rockies, that'd be an entirely different story. And, and, and who, who else has broadcast, who's, who else has broadcast all nine innings, all nine friggin' innings for the past 18 years? The answer, no one else. He's doing. He's yeah, he's fine. calling I, every pitch his damn self. 
No, I and I understand that. I just, I, but but like, if you make a mistake, like well, that, well, I, well, I mean, Ricardo Rodriguez me. does I, do a few games for John when he's usually in the Yankees, uh, you know, Spanish well, booth, look, but he does fill it. You know, so credit to him too. I, he does a good yeah, job. Ricky Ricardo's fantastic. Are you not supposed to be criticized when you make a mistake? I'm not saying that you shouldn't be criticized. He made a mistake. But 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 the 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 thing that I'm concerned with, and and I think Brett, the thing that you're concerned with is that there are people of our generation who all they're going to remember of John Sterling is his mistakes and not for the the greatness of his announcing. That's the thing oh, that I'm concerned watch, about. They got Then they got to watch some of the Yankee Exactly. Great. I'm personally not of that ilk, by the way. I, I mean, it is high. It is far. It is God. I mean, I grew up on that. Like, I, yeah, I'm right, a John know, Sterling yeah. fan. I'm yeah. a WFAN yeah. fan. Like, I grew up on that shit. I just think that it's fair for people to criticize this man when he's getting these calls very wrong. I mean, there are people, like you yeah. said, Blaze, who have never listened to him, who are listening to him for the first time, and he gets these calls wrong. Like, that's that's a problem. Pe- that, that is something that shouldn't But happen. people are like, also I, acting like this happens every day. It does not. Well, no, I... I agree. I agree with you, but in this day and age, with social media the way it is, with clips being shared the way that they are, with people being the way that they are, yeah, it just it's not a, it's not something that it, it, he either has. To, and I thank you, Brett. Been actually, he more, dropped off. I think he's been. I think he's been more mindful of it recently, which is a, a, a shout out to him, but I, I just don't think that the criticism is not on. It's it's warranted. It's a warranted criticism. It's a guy who uh, there are people who would kill to do his job, yourself included. And I know that you aren't going to talk any crap about John Sterling, and I'm not asking you to, but it's just it, it, there are people who, who look at this and say, how is this guy getting this wrong this many times? And yes, does it happen all the time? No. But when, you're, when you have the job as the radio voice of the Yankees, you you open yourself up to this criticism, especially in this day and age of social media. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I just the way it is. And it's funny to me. It's funny. I just laugh. And he's a legend. I mean, again, I grew up with him. It's I'm not hating on him as a talent. He's a legend. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Already should is, be there. He does. He deserves all of those accolades. But. I do also think he deserves the criticism when he messes up home run calls very, very obviously. Yeah. Like that's just the I, way yeah, I, I, I know. And it just, it's just the toxicity of social media. Um, Which will be there. Blaze, if you want, if this, if we want to bring swinging blindly to the top, we're going to get shit off. Of like, course we are. And, like, and, and bring it yeah, on, so bring it the hell on. Do, I don't care. Like, like yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Bring, bring it the hell on but you can't you can't get mad at everybody who does it no 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 but i mean that i like pj i i guess the point that i'm making is like try doing what he's doing at 84 years old give the That's guy the a little bit of a break be there blaze nobody will have nobody listening or commenting like none of these trolls will ever be there that's the point like that doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like nobody's looking at it like that. Like when you're on social media, when you're online, nobody looks at it like that. Is that the way that they should? Yes. A, a normal civil person. Yes. But in this day and age, the way that the world works, 
to me, I laugh at it. It's funny. It, it, it is just objectively funny when some doesn't matter if it's John Sterling or Joe Schmo. If they say, oh, it is far, it is high, it is gone, and then it's not, that's just funny. Like, that's just a mistake that's funny. Like, there, there are TV shows that run 24-7 that deal with people's mistakes. That's just the way that the world yeah, I, I, Bro, I, I get it. I, I get it. I just don't. No, I and, just don't like it. Be, you should be defending him, your guy, as much as you are. Like that's. I would defend 100%. any broadcaster, and the reason why I, and the reason why I would defend them so fiercely, and the reason why I'm defending John so fiercely is because these people are my eyes to get a sense of the game. Stop Absolutely. shitting and, on my eyes. But you're not the only place. You're not the only one. I know. Like that. Like there are people, there are people like you who can- who rely on them for, for to be their eyes, who are pissed at John Sterling for shit like that. But do you not do you not think that? Oh, that's, I, that's I, I, I. There are people who can't see that are pissed that they thought that Aaron Judge hit a home run and then it was caught at the wall. Okay, I had that moment. With his okay, ball. I had that moment over the weekend. Yes, when or I, I, I think it was over the weekend. Yeah, when or recently. When when John messed up a call and it, and I was just and when it happened I'm like, damn it, John, you kill me sometimes, you know. And th- but yeah. that was my reaction, not not like, oh my god, what a, what a know, schmuck! He needs to get the hell out I of here. I understand, but you're not the only person. Like there are people who like you're not. You are a good person. You see that and you understand that people make mistakes because it's something that you love to do. But the fact of the matter is, is there are people who laugh at it that and and just don't care about it afterwards, and there are people who are actually upset about it. Like that's the way that it I, is. Yeah. Like that's and that and that's where jobs come and go. Like that's just the way it is. I mean, the man is tenured. I imagine he has that job until he wants to retire. But you like you can't. It, it's both ways. Like you 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 are defending him for whatever reason. But there are people who love John Sterling and have this happen and think that guy's a bum. And that's just the way that it is. Like, that's just the, or that guy is too old and shouldn't be doing it. That's just the way that it is. Like, you, it, you, it, it is not always going to be roses and, 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 you know, sunflowers right. and daffodils. Like, it's just, oh. that's just the way when, when people make mistakes, when they're in these positions, they get roasted. That's the way that social media goes. That's the way that because everybody want, thinks that they could do it, right? That's exactly why it happens. I know. Everybody thinks they can do it better. And not for nothing, we could do it better. We could call any game better than anybody because we are the Swing and Bonnie podcast. Right, right. I mean, and, and by no means am I saying, <laughs> like, like and, and by no means am I saying that John Sterling's the best announcer since, no, since announcing. No, I mean, to me, that, that, Brother, that, are, that will always. I, that will always be Vin Scully. Will I also acknowledge that may, that maybe John Sterling has lost a few miles an hour off the fastball? Yes, I do think that. But that's that's also to be that's also to be expected at his age. Now, oh, and you know who else lost a couple miles, like multiple twenties of miles off of their fastball? Vin Scully. I mean, the guy wasn't his the same at. 80 as he was at, you know, like, it's just the way it is. And I just, I, I, I respect, and I just want, maybe we can end on this or we can get ready to end, but 
I do this podcast with you because of how fired up you are about John Sterling and people who go against John Sterling. That that that's why because you you're so passionate about this game. You're passionate about your people. You're passionate about your team, and that's the only way that this works is because we're passionate and. I uh, I respect that, and I, I I respect that. Uh, I on the flip side, I respect the people that go after the John Sterling. I respect the people that go after the, the Dan McLaughlin's, the Mike Mike Shannon. I love the guy. I'm glad he's gone. He he was he was not very good in his last couple. No, of he years. he uh, and he had pl- and he had plenty of moments that could have been uh, John Sterling, as they as they I guess they are saying now. I, I but, mean, uh, I, I I would actually dare to say that I mean Mike Shannon just sounded downright sloppy. Yeah, he exactly, sounded downright exactly. sloppy. Exactly. John Sterling, exactly. You you could never accuse John Sterling of being sloppy. And I am by no means comparing Mike Shannon to John Sterling because you know what? Be, because you know what? Their announcing styles are very different. Mike Shannon played the game. Uh, you know, Mike Shannon is a Hall of Fame broadcaster who, who's unfortunately at the very end, the fall from grace uh, was was not exactly gradual. And I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, it's not you know the man. The man also has his his fair share of uh, of uh, libations before going on the air. But that's just something that you do when you, it's a routine that you do before you uh, when you do this for how how many years? He did it for forty two, I think. John, John oh, oh, John John Sterling spent broadcasting, but but he doesn't see. I don't know if John does because oh, absolutely. I mean, he doesn't, he's never, John has really never sounded sloppy to me. Um, you, you know, Mike, Mike, sh- I'll, I'll find it for you, but there's uh it, it's pretty well known that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it, do- I don't care what these guys do to, to do what they do because they deserve right all of the adulation for being the voices of these teams for how long that they are. Like it, 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 like, like you, like, I don't think I would be defending Mike Shannon as 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 well, as hard as you are Sterling, but uh, it's just the way it is. Like that's this happens, and I mean, <laughs> well, well, ten 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 plus years ago, this this if John Sterling makes, and I'm sure he did. I'm sure all of these announcers have made the similar mistakes, but it's just now it's become one of those things, and it's going to be it's going to be. Um, highlighted every time it happens. Right. I mean, do, yeah. do I do I think that it's, you know, near time for the Yankees to start, you know, working on and, and maybe they are working on it um a new broadcast crew? Yeah, I yeah, I do because again, as much as I should be as you. much as I as much as I love John Sterling, heck yeah, it should. Uh the 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 reality is this you you're you're not relatable he 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 has become unrelatable with with some of his references like when joey gallo hits a home run oh he's pal joey i looked up pal joey there was something from 1950 freaking seven i mean (laughs) uh, you know the the fibber mcgee and molly 
uh, you, you know, radio show reference, you know, to the 30s or 40s. I mean, John, I, I love you. And, and and he does not, like, I don't think he, I don't think he uses the internet. I, I'm pretty sure he does not use modern technology. Because um, he, because he refers to the TV as a Roku, uh, for one. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Uh, it, it, but I mean, the point is you, you have to, especially now, and I think baseball, you know, this is a part of baseball that, that relevancy is not really talked about, but I think it's important that you and I bring this up here. Um, is, is the relevancy, uh, I mean, although, and I know you're not a Brewers guy, but Bob Euchre like Bob Euchre has sounded the same for as long as I've heard him. And I've heard the guy for 15 years. Um, he's largely sounded the same. Uh, although he doesn't travel like, like John does, but that's, I mean, that's okay. Uh, I just, you know, the, the baseball broadcasting core needs to get younger. It just does. It's, it, it's, it's Absolutely. time for them to get younger because if they get younger, they're going to be more relevant. And I'm not saying, you know, have, have, you know, a bunch of 30 year olds broadcasting games. Um, but, de- but definitely people, the, the people that you want, watch, you know, tuning into these games, um, you, you want them to be able to be relatable to the people that are commentating those games. And, and that's that's a part of the baseball disconnect that is most certainly existing, and that really is not getting talked a lot about because it's just not. What say you about that? I mean, I in general, I think that the MLB needs to listen to Swing Blindly and, and hire us. I I'm with you a thousand percent, <laughs> a thousand percent, my guy. Um, well, let, let's start go. a petition on change.org and, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. And, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, uh, yeah. Any, any final thoughts from you before we sign off? No, no, not at all. Just, um, anybody who, uh, tuned in, we appreciate you and, and uh, please check out our socials, and and if if not, if anything, just uh, join us here on Wednesdays on Colorcast. Is uh, so swinging blindly pod. Sorry, swinging blindly uh, on Twitter, swinging blindly podcast, Facebook, and uh, and then Colorcast six o'clock on yeah. Wednesdays. We'll, we'll six o'clock Eastern on Wednesday. We will always uh, be here to give you. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe you could speak on the podcast. Side. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, you know these because they're live. Uh, I don't really, you know, do a lot of tweaking to them. Uh, yeah. You know, we just it's just may, you know, really, uh, you know, mainly, uh, you know, just making it, uh, you know, getting it out there. You can subscribe wherever you get your uh, get your podcasts. Uh, it'll be up tomorrow. We'll 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 share it out and. Uh, and uh, you know, we we will be. Yeah, so we're live to tape on Wednesdays, and we are uh, podcast available Thursday. That's a good way of putting it. That's, that's, there, there we go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, which is there you go. So every Thursday, 
wherever you get your podcast. If you're lucky enough to listen to us on on the live recording, then God bless you. Maybe eventually, uh, whenever whenever the technology is available, we will be, I believe, streaming again on Facebook Live or some kind of yeah, live. Yeah, And um, and we'll go from there. But, but as of now, it's just. It's the color cats, which we invite you to join us and talk baseball. And then if not, you can hear it all Thursday on any podcast platform. So just swinging blindly, swinging blindly podcast, swinging blindly pod, whatever, 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 <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, that that's what happens. Yeah, we, yeah. we swing and miss so much. And that's just the mindset that we develop. <laughs> Absolutely, my guy. This is a good episode. I uh, thank you very much, uh, Mike. Fr- oh, jeez, Fr- Mike, you're back. Uh, oh yeah, I just came back to say goodbye, clowns. Oh my gosh! One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. nine, <laughs> nine. Uh, How many wins do the Yankees have? They have uh, uh, twenty-two. So another seven. I get to twenty-nine. Uh, Another 40 after that. Well, you know what that means. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, color cast uh, for, for PJ Geary. Blaze Bryant, we swing blindly. So do you, and you care where the ball lands, my guy? Absolutely not. <laughs>